traveling the path less traveled, doing the opposite, going against the grain. When is it time to go against the grain? When is it time to go with the grain? I think it's a highly individual decision. If you want to be successful at anything, you can either be better than everyone at doing what everyone is doing. Or you can be the best at doing what no one's doing. It's easier to be better than 10 people than it is to be better than a million people. This goes for competition. Areas in your life where you do need to outcompete the next person. Life is not a zero sum game, meaning if you lose, everybody else gets something or the person you're competing with gets everything. Or if you win, everyone else gets Nothing. It's not all or nothing. But there are different levels, different tiers. The place where we should start is deciding at what tier do we want to operate? Do we even want to be the best? at any given thing. It's easier to be better than 10 people than it is to be better than a million. But it's the easiest to be the best you. There's only one. You only have to be better than who you were yesterday. And through a lot of trial and error with what I've decided to do with my life, raise a family, take care of a home, start a business, dive into my own personal and spiritual life, develop spiritually, I found that no matter what external thing I'm trying to accomplish, it always comes back to being the best version of myself that I can be, whether it's making more money, solving an argument with my wife, coaching my kid through a temper tantrum, training my dogs, getting my house organized. 
working out. Everything that I've tried to do always comes back to being a better version of myself. Don't look at this physically for just a second. Don't look at this externally for just a second. Look at yourself and ask, if this aspect of myself was better, would this not make me better as a whole? And would me being better as a whole help me in this one specific task, this one specific goal? The answer is always yes. If I can communicate better with my wife, that I can be better in my business. If I can be a better father, I can make better content. If I can make more money, I can organize my house a little bit better. If I can organize my house a little bit better, it will allow me to make more money. It doesn't matter where you start. You might have priorities. You might have a focus. You might have something that's pressing on you each and every day. You know you want to do something. You know you need this in your life. You know whatever it is. And you might not know where to start. You might not know. It doesn't matter. What matters is you start and you pick something to help you get better at something. It can be as simple as taking care of your house plants, taking care of your dog. As long as you start, the next thing will pop up. As long as you have the mindset of, I'm going to get better, I'm going to do this better, I'm going to work on this, whatever your end goal is becomes just a little bit closer. And if we take a step back from that, we realize that the end goal isn't the end goal. The end goal doesn't come. There is no end. Death is the end. And everything we do until then is just how we decide to live. I believe that we live better lives, becoming better versions of ourselves. We're here. We didn't have a choice. But we're here. Now we can give up. We can sit around. We can wither. We can live unfulfilling lives until the day comes that we die. Or we can choose to make a difference. We can choose to better ourselves. And we can choose to do something that we'll enjoy.
And even when we're not enjoying what we choose to do, we can get fulfillment and a certain sense of joy from just getting better, getting closer to something we think will make things better for us. And then we have to take a step back from us, you, me. We have to think a bit larger. That goes to friends, family, community, country, the world, all living things, all inanimate things. That goes to universe. And whether you believe in any specific form of God or no God, it works both ways. Everything that we do to better ourselves makes everything else better for everyone and everything in the universe. To me, that's God, the universe, everyone, everything, and picturing myself as a part, trying to make my part the best part that it could possibly be in hopes that it makes all the other parts just a little bit better. What's the end goal? To make this part as good as it could possibly be before I no longer have the opportunity to make it as good as it could possibly be. To use my time here on earth in this universe, a part of this whole, to do the best I can possibly do, so that when I leave this place, everything, everyone, is a little bit better off than when I entered. A big goal, one that is hard to gauge, one that I may never see. But I haven't found any other answer to the question of what is the meaning of life? Why are we here? Why do we live? Why should I keep living? We go on roller coasters even though we know they're going to end. We watch TV shows even though we know they're going to end. We know they can't go on forever. We form relationships, friendships, knowing that one day they will end. And the only difference with our life so we don't have the choice to start watching the TV show. We don't have the choice to go through the gates and get on the roller coaster. Someone else brings us into this world. It's not our choice. 
But what is our choice is to continue to take up the responsibility, to take the reins of our own life and to live it to the fullest of our capabilities. We have to focus on that. We know the alternative, but we don't know what happens if we keep going. It's part of the reason we watch TV. It's part of the reason where, why we have relationships. It's the reason we live. We don't know where it's going. We don't know what's going to happen in a hundred years. We don't know what's going to happen in a thousand years. And it's that part that is exciting. It's that part that makes life worth living. It's the joy that makes the sadness worth it. It's the gain that makes the pain worth it. And each of us choose to be a part of that each day. No, we didn't choose to be a part of it the day that we were born. But we consciously choose now. Consciously. With intent. We engage with our own lives. We have them. We might as well use them. How do we use them? To get better at living our life. And it's also fun about life is that each of us has a unique path to walk. Not everyone's going to be a movie star. Not everyone's going to be a rapper. Not everyone's going to be an actor. Not everyone's going to be a saint. Not everyone's going to be an activist. Not everyone's going to bring monumental change to this earth. That's not a reason to not try to be the best version of yourself you can be. And if you were the best version of yourself you could be, ask yourself, could I make that much of a change? What can I bring to the world? Don't ask, what can the world bring to me? What should be laid on my lap, at my feet? How can I serve the world for the better? How can I do my best? And the ironic thing is when you stop focusing on yourself as much, life becomes a little bit sweeter. Because now you're not just dependent on your own experience to derive happiness from. I look at my kid and right now he's enjoying, you know, taking some sticks and just banging them on everything he can bang on. What I find it fun to bang on a whole bunch of stuff with some sticks Probably not that much fun. But to watch him see it for the first time and to experience these things for the first time is 
brings me joy, brings me happiness. And when he falls and he hits his head, or he gets stuck between the couch and the ottoman, and he throws a little tantrum, or he's hungry, and he doesn't know how to say it just yet, so he gets hungry, and he yells at me, or his mom, doesn't exactly bring me joy. But it's a lot better than going through every day thinking about myself solely fixated on my existence and my existence only. Thinking what can make me happy, what makes me sad. We fill others' cups, the cups of others, when our cup is full. And we have to get to the place where our cup is full. And we start pouring into others and take on the issues of others, but also the joy of others. It's what makes being around people nice. It's what makes us human. The fact that it's not just us and with our phones and our computers and TV and the news and can feel like it is just us. It can feel like we're interacting with the world through a screen. It can feel like no one's interacting with us. But that's not the case. You can have an effect on this world. And the world can have an effect on you. And the lens you look at all of this from is going to determine how you feel the world is affecting you and whether or not you have a positive or negative effect on the world. I don't put my energy into my kid because I expect a return. I don't pour energy into my wife because I expect anything from her. I don't pour energy into my house because I expect anything from the house. I don't expect to pour anything into my work and to get anything back. No expectations. And then anything you get back is, is a little bit more fuel to, to keep pouring back in. You pour everything back into your business, all the money you make, so that you can grow it. And the point isn't to grow it so you can kill it or grow it so you can harvest it. The point is to grow it so you can just grow it. I pour energy into my kid because I love him. And I want him to be in a place where one day he can have a positive effect on the world.
that more energy into my life because it makes her better. She pours energy into me and it makes me better. We pour energy into each other and it makes our relationship stronger and enables us to put more energy into our kid, which makes him a little bit better. Which in turn makes the world just a little bit better. Whereas if I was just taking energy from my kids, taking energy from my wife, taking energy from the people around me, one, I'm not fulfilled, I always want more. There will always be a void. There will always be a hole. But I become a little bit worse. And each person that I touch becomes a little bit worse. Which makes the world a little bit worse. A little bit harder of a place to get by in. I can't see the point in that. Because we've already made the decision to be here. The next decision is just to make being here as nice as it could be. Because we don't have to be here. But the vast majority of us choose to be here. And if we're going to choose to be here, we might as well choose to make it a nice place to be. that's the key, it's choosing. Instinctively, you'd want things to be better and not worse. It's not to say that sometimes I don't lean into the bad times, lean into my negative emotions. But it's always in the pursuit of getting a little bit better. I know sometimes I'm going to need to feel this. I'm going to need to go through this. I'm not going to like this. This is not going to be fun. Raising a kid isn't fun. It can be fun sometimes. But I'm not raising a kid to have fun. I'm raising a kid in hopes that he's able to make the world a little bit better. 20 years from now, 30 years from now, when I'm gone, then his kids make this world a little bit better. It's not going to be all sunshine and rainbows. But it's not always going to be doom and gloom either. If we don't face the doom and gloom, we don't step into the darkness, we don't turn over the rocks. And we have no idea what's there. We have no idea how to make it better. We don't make things lighter by leaving them alone even when it's painful that thing that you know you need to address that trauma that you know you went through but you don't know how it's affecting you you have to shine some light on it every day it pops up you keep shining the light on it and I don't mean light like in any biblical sense. It could be biblical if you want to look at it from that perspective. But I also don't think it has to be 
from that perspective necessarily. When I say light, I just mean your attention, your consciousness. If you don't tend to it, it's probably going to grow in ways that you don't want it to grow. It's going to dig roots deeper than you might be able to dig out. And even those, those thoughts or those experiences or those feelings may not ever fully leave. I don't think we, I don't think we should want them to. Because it's precisely those things that enable us to bring light. There is no dark without light. And I guess there is no better without worse. So how can I say, <laughs> live life in a way that makes everything better, knowing that it's going to make something worse? I think you have to believe in balance to believe in that. typically believe in there has to be something hard for you to make some progress sometimes you have to break down to build up but how does this play out on a universal level maybe that's why societies rise and collapse things get better but it also makes things worse and eventually everything balances out we reset and we try again. So here we are at the end of days, or at least what seems like the end of the days that we've lived and know well. There's a lot of things changing. Maybe the question is, isn't making things better but just striking the right balance between good and bad light and dark and being right in the middle see what's nice about always trying to get better means well it means that there's always something worse about you there's always something inside of you that can be better which means it's not that good and it could be evil could be dark so you try to make that better in the time that you have here there can't be saints without sinners there can't be rich without poor There can be balance. There can be equilibrium. There can be harmony. There can be rhythm. There can be peace, but not without war. And even harmony doesn't come without discordance. Order doesn't come without chaos. 
there can be no heaven without hell. So maybe maybe there's no point. I think it comes down to the individual. I think there's a point. I'm going to try to get better. But to get as good as I've gotten, I've had to address some pretty rough things. I've had to do some pretty evil things to get insight on it and to not do it again and to lead my life in a different way. Is it in direct proportion? More or less. Is the sadness equal to the happiness that I feel on a daily basis? More or less. At the end of the day, at any given moment of the day, balanced but does there have to be balance does there have to be unbalanced for there to be balance yep there does so what do we do about that We address the unbalances until we have balance. We enjoy the balance until things get unbalanced again. Don't think there's any escaping it. And I think we deprive ourselves of living fulfilling life if we try to chase an unrealistic vision. I don't try to make things better for myself or for my family in hopes that one day we'll forever be okay. I don't try to be the best version of myself so I can get to heaven and forever be in heaven. The only reason why I do it is because I haven't figured out anything else to do that feels meaningful. Sometimes it doesn't feel meaningful. But I keep doing it. And then it feels meaningful again. There's lows, there's highs. I think at the end of the day, each of us just has to make a decision on how we're going to live our life. Everything that we said in this podcast is just food for thought. Just something to think about. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go on and continue to make decisions. You're going to go on and continue to make decisions. I think the best we can hope for
It's that we make those decisions as consciously as we can, and we are as present as we can be for carrying those decisions out. We can ask ourselves why all day long. We can think all day long, but eventually we're going to have to do something. And when it comes to doing that thing, after we can't think about it anymore, after we can't rationalize it anymore, I think it just comes down to instinct, our gut. What are we going to do when there's no more thinking? There's no more space between this moment and whatever's going on in our heads. We're perfect synced. There's nowhere else to run. There's nowhere else to go hide. There's nothing else to think of. We're here. What happens now? What do we decide to do? It has to be thought. It has to be feeling. It has to be emotion, it has to be logic, and it has to sync up into what we do right now. Sure, you can have whatever you want. Sure, you can do anything you want. You can be anything or anyone you want. But does it sync up? Not just within yourself, but does it sync up with everybody else? Does it sync up with the universe? Does it sync up with Earth? Does it sync up with all the little animals and critters running around? Does it sync up? Because if it doesn't sync up, it's not going to stay balanced for that long. And something will come balance it. And it's better we balance ourselves than something else come balance us. It's better that we willingly unbalance ourselves so something else doesn't come unbalance us. I think that's why there has to be so many of us all doing different things, all trying something new, all sticking to the same old ways. Because for every direction someone goes in, there's someone going the opposite direction. So if you want your shit to work out, you better go the hardest, the farthest you could possibly go in your direction because there's someone on the other end doing just the same thing. And in the end, neither one of you win. The left doesn't beat the right. The right doesn't beat the left. In the end, there's going to be balance. It's going to be unbalanced. The process itself is balancing because there's unbalancing happening at every second of the process. Every second the universe is here, it's unbalanced and balanced at the same time. It's one thing. At the same time, it's a whole bunch of things. And with all that said, you're going to have to figure out what you want to do. It might matter, it might not. It might bring you joy, it might not. It might make a difference, it might not. There's so many things happening at 
every moment. Things going in so many different directions, thoughts, feelings. <sighs> within humans, but within every living thing, within every inanimate thing. There's so much energy. So much shit going on. All you have to do to suit all you have to do is decide where your energy is gonna go. And in some way, it's gonna unbalance something, and in some way it's gonna balance something. I think that might be all there is. This is supposed to be a little bit of motivation to just do whatever the hell you want to do. Go start the business. Go start the family. Go make a million dollars. Go get the nice car you want. Go, you know, figure out enlightenment. Meditate a little bit. Work out a little bit. Eat better. Eat worse. Just be conscious about it. Go for it. That's all there is. Do what you're going to do. And have fun figuring it out. It's not always going to be fun, but when it's not, ask yourself again, is this what I want to do? And if you still decide to do it, maybe that's what you should be doing. If you're doing something and having fun and then no longer you're having fun and you decide to quit, probably wasn't what you should have been doing. It might not be what you're meant to do. But once you find that thing that it sucks and it hurts and you want to give up and for some reason that you can't come up with you keep doing it that's what you need to be doing alright thank y'all for tuning in I'll see you on the next one